How do you keep your best salespeople? I'm Dave Lorenzo. We're going to answer that question for you today on this episode of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. If you're just joining us, welcome aboard. We're here every day with great sales information to help you make more money and get home on time for dinner every night. So let's take a look at the five things you should do and the five things you shouldn't do if you want to retain the best salespeople. I've broken them down on the whiteboard. You can see it right here. I have a list of do's and a list of don'ts. And we'll cover the do's first. What you should do is you should make sure that you're recognizing the best salespeople. Now, what does this mean? What does recognition mean? It means demonstrating that you appreciate who they are, what they do, and how they go about doing their job. It also means congratulating them when they close big deals, and it means doing it in front of their peers. The best salespeople are motivated by the significance they play in your organization. They need to be shown how important they are on a regular basis. If you do this, people will be excited. They will respond and other salespeople who are competitive will aspire to be just like your best. Recognition is one of the five keys to success in retaining salespeople. It's one of the big do's on our list. Number two on our list is give your salespeople a great manager. People join companies, but they leave managers. So you must give your best salespeople a great manager. If you don't, they'll be likely to leave you. I want you to think of the manager as the glue that holds everything together. They're the enabler that makes great salespeople achieve their potential. And they're also the folks who keep everything running on a regular basis. You can have the best sales team in the world. If you give them a crappy manager, they're never going to achieve to the level of success they deserve. So the manager is the hinge that swings the big doors. Give your salespeople a great manager because they deserve it. Number three on our list of things to do is make the work environment fun. You've got to make the work environment fun. It has to be a place where your sales team enjoys coming to work every day. It doesn't matter if they don't all report into the same office. They can work from home. It can be a remote team, but they have to feel good about where they are, what they're doing, and the product or service that they're providing to people. Their work has to be something they truly enjoy. People are comfortable when they're having fun and that comes through in the sales process. If your salespeople aren't having fun, you're never gonna get the most out of them. So if you want people to stay with your company for the long term, give them a work environment they enjoy being a part of. Offer benefits that people don't get other places, parties for birthdays, opportunities to win contests, group outings that bring people closer together. One of the things that I've seen that makes a big difference in a remote work environment is having quarterly outings where you take people to an offsite activity and you just allow them to have fun and get to know one another. It helps them stay connected. This works in a work from home environment. Bring them in once a quarter to a place where they can connect with people, maybe do a little education and have a little fun. 
It is a phenomenal team building experience, but it also helps people to feel like they're part of something that's bigger than themselves. Making your work environment fun is critical to retention of your sales team. The fourth aspect of keeping your sales team together or retaining your top talent in sales is obviously benefits and pay. Now many people think this should be higher up on the scale, but it really isn't. If you talk to salespeople, as long as your pay is competitive and your commission structure differentiates you from other companies, either you pay your commissions more frequently or your commission structure is a little bit more say liberal than other commission structures or your commission structure is more significant, you offer people greater opportunities to earn money, that is good enough to keep people with you for the long term. Your benefits have to be competitive with other benefits in the industry or they have to be a differentiating factor. And I'll tell you, that really is how compensation breaks down as a whole. Your compensation at minimum needs to be equal to the competition. If your compensation is better than the competition and it's a differentiating factor for you, all the more reason salespeople will stay with you. So salary and benefits is important. It's not the most important thing, but it has to be at least competitive. If it gives you a slight edge, you're that much better off. The fifth thing you should do to keep your great salespeople with you for the long term is give them some autonomy. You can't keep your sales team on a tight leash. You have to give them the freedom to do what they need to do to close deals. This may mean giving them some leverage in pricing. It may mean giving them the opportunity to work from home three or four days a week. It may mean allowing them to make decisions on whether or not they cut into the commission in order to get the deal done. Giving salespeople autonomy, treating them like entrepreneurs is always going to pay off for you. Define the box that you work, want them to work within and then allow them to have the flexibility to move around within the structure that you've created for them. Having a structure for your sales team is important, but letting them know when they can go outside of that structure is also important. Giving salespeople autonomy will keep them with you for the long term. Let's talk about some of the things you shouldn't do if you want to retain your sales team for the long term. The first thing you shouldn't do, and you hear it from me all the time, is kill your sales folks with paperwork. If you want paperwork and you want it done perfectly, hire accountants. You're hiring salespeople. Let them be out in the field working as much as they can be. Killing your sales team with paperwork is one of the fastest ways to make them miserable and it will lead to them eventually leaving your work environment. The second thing you shouldn't do, the second thing that will make your sales team miserable is having lots of meetings. I understand you have to communicate with your sales folks. I get it. But you don't have to do it in long boring meetings. This goes for phone calls too. In-person meetings, telephone meetings, if they're not fun, don't do them. The quarterly outing that I mentioned earlier is a great way to engage your sales team, but if you make it a boring festival of information and paper and reading, you're gonna absolutely kill morale. Don't kill your salespeople with meetings. When you do have gatherings, make them fun, make them network oriented, make them team oriented, make them focused on growing together, but don't have them often. 
once a quarter is perfect and always make them fun. The third way to kill your sales team, and this is gonna seem controversial, is to treat everyone the same. That's right, you can't treat all your salespeople equally. Your best salespeople deserve more of your time and attention. Your best salespeople need to have more of the barriers removed from them. Your rookie salespeople need more structure and guidance. They need you on top of them more frequently. You can't treat everyone the same. These are not your children. This is not a work environment where people all need to look like lemmings. I want you to spend more time, more energy, and more effort with your best, and I want you to structure things really rigidly for your rookies, and then when people have developed the business that they need to develop in order to meet the minimum standards, take the blinders off, take the governors off, and let them run on their own with autonomy. But you can't treat everyone the same because they're not all the same. Some of them produce more than others. Those people need to be treated special. The fourth thing you can't do ever is change the compensation plan. If you wanna lose a good portion of your sales team, change the compensation plan. Even if you think you're changing it for the better, salespeople, the good ones, are creatures of habit. They wanna know what they're gonna to make today, tomorrow, and next year if they absolutely blow it out. If you change the sales commission structure, you screw up everything because they took this job knowing what the commission structure was. If you wanna pay them more, that's fine, but do it in the form of a salary, a bonus, an override, something in addition to what they're already earning. Do not change the sales commission structure because that's breaking your agreement, the agreement you made with them when you hired them. Now, if you want to give them choices to opt into a different plan, that's fine. People like choices. They hate things that are thrust upon them or mandated. So any change should be a choice or you risk losing your best salespeople. The fifth thing you shouldn't do if you wanna keep your sales team together is make their territory smaller. Changing sales territories is much like changing commission structure. You can't do it. You don't do it. You shouldn't do it. The reason you want to keep the territory the same is because that's what they signed up for. That's the agreement they made with you when they came on board. These changes will only result in more attrition. They'll result in people leaving. Just don't do it. I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm Dave Lorenzo. I'll be right back here again tomorrow with another edition of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Until then, here's hoping you do this and sell more your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at do this sell more.com thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on do this sell more